0: Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hey there, good morning. It's Mike Williams with Genesis, and uh, welcome back to the podcast Uh, Today, this is a little bit of a review. We're going to call this, You Knew This Was Coming. Before we uh, hit some of the latest sort of comical headlines, let's look back at what's happening in the markets here. You know, we've, we've tried to stabilize over the last few weeks, ugly start to 2016. I do believe that when we look back on this, quote, ugly start from 2016 in history books, We're going to find that these mini panic attacks were productive for action on the part of long-term investors. As we've said often, I don't know how to trade short-term, so we're pretty lousy at that. And uh, remember, in the short-term, Warren tells us that markets are voting machines, meaning you typically see emotional reactions, knee-jerk reactions. You hit the button and sell because you think the news is bad and it means it's bad forever. But over the long term, he references that it's a weighing machine, meaning over time, good companies grow in value. And it's kind of been that way since, I don't know, the beginning of markets. So here we are uh, after that bounce. we, uh, We seem to be running into that area we talked about last week where resistance is probably going to be in place. When we say resistance, that's where the bulls and the bears will fight it out at key price levels. I don't think that's bad. I think that's actually good. This is likely going to be a surprise because I know the crowd wants to believe that as soon as it starts going up, it just goes back up forever so they don't feel that pain anymore. I would reiterate that we want to make that pain last for a while. I know I've said this often, but it bears uh, reference again. When you get a market that is in a convulsive atmosphere and internal change is taking place, as we have been witnessing, you want that fear, once it's in place, you want it sort of embedded for a while. We've all heard about the boy who cried wolf. You know, if the market corrects a few times and quickly, quickly eases the pain, then it won't be remembered, so the next time it'll have to get worse. So you want this uh, to last for a while. Anyway, so back to the chuckle in order. We all know the roller coaster in crude oil prices has seen its steepest move in the last 30 days or so. In, In late January, remember, prices broke below $30 and quickly, quickly went down to $28 and then even quicker down to $26 at the time. We noted that experts were suddenly coming out of every crevice, suggesting this was a watershed event and a clear, defined sign that prices would collapse to as low as $10 for crude oil. Now, you may recall we laughed at the time because because I somehow wonder what they thought of the first $90 down, you know, if it was only a problem when it broke 30 and then it would really collapse. I just wonder what they thought of the first ninety dollars down but be that as it may, at the time we stated this be assured there will be a time sooner than most think where prices will rise again and we will quickly be told that the price rise in itself for crude oil will indeed begin to hurt the economy and the consumer. In essence we will learn once again that rising oil prices are bad for us and falling oil prices are bad for us. So what's happened since then? Well, like I said, we hit 26 bucks and now we bounce back up to mid to upper 30s. As a percentage move, that's a fairly significant price change. And wouldn't you know it, just 48 hours ago on a very well-watched, well-known financial website, this headline existed. When higher oil prices will start hurting stocks. I repeat, when higher oil prices will start hurting stocks. Now, think about that for a second. Oil prices are lower than they've been for most of the days of the past 18 months. Indeed, the past few weeks we bounced a little from $26 and now we're somewhere around the mid to upper 30's remember our viewpoint is we've got a new price range somewhere between 30 bucks and 80 bucks a lot different from 80 bucks to 130 bucks but indeed that would include rallies and we said be assured (laughs) you're gonna see a rally and you're gonna be far lower than we have been for years And you're going to hear how bad the rally is for consumers. And yet, here we are, just that. But let's think about this from a uh, bigger perspective. I suggest that we expect there is more work to do in the price of oil and certainly a bit more volatility to suffer through in the near term. The bounce has taken some of the edge off of the constant uh, murmuring of the real thing that's going to collapse our economy, and that is that the high-yield debt market for all those energy companies will collapse. And then in a domino effect, it will collapse everything else. That fear was at its highest peak just 7 or $8 ago in uh, in crude oil prices. Now, because of this manic, depressive, crowd, anxiety process that we so often reference, now all those fears are gone. The new fear is, holy crap! If oil's bouncing again, there goes the tax break. There goes the cheap gas. There goes the consumer's pocketbook. There goes retail prices. There goes retail sales. There goes consumer confidence. You can just you can just kind of sense this. There's this whole black list of problems, whether we're up or down. So it's a, it, it it's kind of uh, comical. Uh, as we've covered, here's what you need to do for the market to probably really say goodbye to the fear of crude oil prices being low. We've heard references in recent months to the quote, earnings recession, unquote. That's where earnings year over year are falling. Now, we have indeed had four of those quarters where year over year growth is falling. 98% of that shift has been related to the energy sector collapse. Now, what does that mean? It means the rest of the market has been pretty darn steady. In fact, several sectors of the market continue to expand. So, while you hear about earnings recessions, please note that it is a specifically focused sector that is doing a very large part of the damage. Now, what do I mean by uh, we've got a few more quarters? In another couple of quarters, you will have round tripped, completely gone through a whole year of quarterly reports in the badly damaged energy sector so that that fifth quarter will be a comparison to an already collapsed earnings recession. So you begin to start seeing up movement and the quote unquote earnings recession leaves. Now that would be towards the end of summer to give you a sense of that. So what would we suggest we expect for the next few months? Let's expect continued chop. Yeah, we'll get some up days, we'll get some down days. In the real world, let's use to our advantage, the ugly parts and let's be patient with the choppy parts. Because in time, which is what a long-term investor must focus upon, we begin to understand that things remedy themselves. So here's the thing. As tough as it is to witness in the near term, I suggest we pray for continued chop and angst. We pray for those fears to last longer and stay embedded. The earnings recession probably has another quarter or two in its lifespan. But let's pray for those headlines to remain ugly and the experts to tell us why all of it is bad. And remember, remember, just a couple years ago, high energy prices were bad, and a weak dollar was bad, and a strong China was going to take over the world. Today, snapshot forward, a strong dollar is bad, weak oil prices are terrible, and China is going to fall off a cliff. Just think of the comedy in all of that. I promise you, it will all change again. But here's the thing. The really bad part of the process of building wealth over time is that as we age, we eventually learn what Warren Buffett told us many years ago, to get the results shown in all those long-term readings of annual returns, all those things that make you excited. We need to invest the whole way through, meaning the good and the bad. We can't time or guess the future. I sure wish we could, but heck, it'd be pretty boring pretty fast. So patience and discipline remain our friends. Remember, patience and discipline. Hope these thoughts have been helpful. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. Until we see you again on the next podcast, May your journey be grand and your legacy significant.